Hello and welcome back to Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to pop culture and media that your girl will drag you to. This is Alex, and I got here Matt with me here today too. I'm here, how are you? Doing good, doing good. I have to ask, you brought both of the beers today though. I did, I did. What, so what are I we drinking? You, I got you the New Belgium Hop Avenger IPA. Nice. Uh, it's supposed to have some juicy tones to it. Uh, Looks a bit hazy too. It's, it's got. This is kind of hazy. Uh, I'm trying to find 7.7 percent. So oh, yeah. Alex will be slurring by the end of the, uh, the show here. And I'm drinking um, sure. an Odell Brewing Co.'s Rupture Fresh Grind IPA. Uh, I like this one. It's one of my own personal favorites. So brought it along. This is a 6.2. Of course. Um, Just trying to get me drunk. Maybe I just can't read it here. Um, yes, I am. It's probably six. It is a six. Yeah. Six well, flat? Six flat. Oh, man. What are you doing to me? I well, know. cheers, buddy. Kind of weak sauce. Well, cheers to you. All right. You're going to need this anyways for the movie we're about to watch today. What is yeah. it? Yeah. So um, I thought that it would be fun for us to do one that I know is near and dear to your heart because I guess <laughs> you've read the book as well. Yeah. Disclaimer. Disclaimer before we start. Uh, I've read the book. I read it back in high school. Um, I just, you've read it again since high school. I've read it multiple times since Thank high school. You. Let's be honest with our listeners. We don't want them to. And I've watched the BBC show version and the movie. So I'm, I'm a little bit biased in this one. So let me tell you what happens. <laughs> Sparks fly when the spirited Elizabeth Bennett meets single, rich and proud Mr. Darcy. But Mr. Darcy reluctantly finds himself falling in love with a woman beneath his class. Can each overcome his or her own pride and prejudice. Uh, this is directed, uh, let me see here, by Joe Wright, starring Keira Knightley, Tallulah Riley, Rosamund Pike, uh, Jenna Malone, Donald Sutherland, to name a few. Um, set in the medieval times, it is essentially a medieval version of Wives and Girlfriends of Athletes, uh, WAGs for those of you watch on TV. <laughs> Uh, eventually, it's just literally, it's a brothel of women trying to marry the richest guy possible. Um, Alex is going to cut this is where he's going to interject and tell me there's a love story attached to it somewhere. <laughs> but um, this is literally like, uh, you know, a wolf walking by a chicken coop and them just all squawking when it walks by, hoping that the wolf picks them uh, to take them out of their misery. I mean,. The mother, herself. which is also a very current day story for a lot of different uh, people as well. Well, I this is like true. I'd love for someone rich to definitely take, eat. Take, take me out, take, to make it easier for me. Not just a female story, but also yeah, it's it's, nice. it's universal if you really think about it. <laughs> um, so Donald Sutherland and the wife, uh, they have how many sister? How many daughters? Is it three. I would see. No, they have no, more no. They got four. They got four. They got four. I'm, so I'm going to rely on Alex for the technical stuff. Um, <laughs> here uh they're a lower middle class family um and um they're looking to get wifed up to be honest with you and uh they throw balls hoping that rich people come and um man i there's so many things about this movie that you know (laughs) i questioned and didn't know what to do well i'll fill here maybe maybe can help lead us in the right direction here we've got uh as matt said he called it a medieval setting is it's it's a little bit more it's it's more modern than that it's american revolutionary (laughs) times it's not medieval we're not talking about knights and knights and uh, dragons and stuff like that we're talking about that would make this movie this much more exciting (laughs) if there was a dragon in it but there is a lot of class uh 
a lot of classes that and class war not warfare but really just class differentiation it's like a that case you're system yes yeah, yes so day. so what you'll see here in this movie guys is is uh the 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 cur- at that current time Jane Austen was writing in a time where women didn't really get to expect much so a story like this was quite revolutionary at the time now, again this is a couple centuries old but Why are you is... putting this glass ceiling on all these women, Alex? I'm <laughs> not trying to. <laughs> yeah, I, I women can accomplish anything they want. This movie was a, a front to their ability to make a, a statement in this world. But you have to remember, Jane Austen, props to her, yeah. wrote in such a way that that had never been done. Like The fact that women could choose their own destiny was not a reality. So that's where my appreciation for this story comes from. Blame me. I, at, when we were both at college together, I took a women's lit course. And that's partly the reason why I did is because of Jane Austen. And I took story. a woman's studies course too. I just didn't read anything. W- women's lit. Oh. I I did all the reading you didn't okay. do. Okay, perfect. Well, that's why you're here. <laughs> um, this movie has a lot of ballroom dancing, which is like an aggressive form of patty cake. Uh, the form of socializing. Literally, they they go in these halls and they line up from across from each other. And these scenes in the movies, literally, the mo- the runtime of this movie is about just under two hours. I think an hour and forty five minutes of it is ballroom dancing or transitions. <laughs> and elaborate. Elaborate ballroom. They are elaborate for sure, and you know, getting that many people on the same page like blows my mind. I actually coached and managed a softball team with a bunch of guys. Just trying to get everyone to show up to a game was hard enough. Imagine getting into a game doing this ornate dance. I don't see how it happens, but the Bennett's throw a dance party, and uh, this guy comes into the picture. Uh, His name is Darcy. He is the uh, not. I can't say medieval anymore. I don't even know what to call it. Uh, Revolutionary War period. Edward Cullen type character who's rich, quiet, and awkward, and he has a really doofus fee friend named Bingley who looks like Ed Sheeran with good hair. A better looking Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I'll say that pretty, much. Pretty much. And um, essentially, like the Bennett mother, Elizabeth Bennett's the main character, and she has a sister named Jane. Uh, her mom's like, all right, guys, big leagues time. It's time to step up and show them what you're worth. Shake your moneymaker. So uh, there's a couple love stories that line up in this one is uh the older sister jane um and again i'm speaking from the standpoint that elizabeth is a main character so yep. if i say older uh, it's just because she's older than elizabeth no, jane is older yep thank you i know that um <laughs> she likes bingley she likes ed sharon and uh his best friend's darcy and uh best friend best friend they're both like rich buds together yeah they're bachelors rich they're like, bachelors out in the english countryside they were the yacht club before there were yachts yeah. um they were like uh the armada club brothers i guess you would call it in those days um, which i just looked up the georgian era 1797 ish is what we're looking at georgian era i feel like we're putting our boys to sleep right now yeah we're not talking about the atlanta <laughs> falcons here uh, we're talking about a different yeah. georgian situation um anyway uh so they have this party. Bingley's trying to like, kind of liking Jane, who's Rosamund Pike from Gone Girl. If you saw what she did in that movie, I don't think you'd have any interest in her, personally. Yeah. But um, in this movie, she's extremely hot. She's also like 10 years younger in this movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. So she was, she's still pretty today. Um, <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, I, why did she. So she goes to his house after the dance. They vibe. Uh, and then she, why did she head out to the house? Did he invite her? So it's. Yes. So she's invited. And they, so in that context there is that that's how they socialized it was through ballroom parties extravagant parties they'd have help they'd have everything you know they they put on a big show and that was the time to meet other people in the local neighborhood and ideally for, can you look this up though like can you just confirm for me that there was no twitter or social media during the georgian era let me check 
Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Just All checked. Right. People... There's no, there's no Twitter in 1797. Okay. But uh, so what we, so the reason why this is important is that it's the parents' job to get the kids wetted off, especially if for you know uh, Mr. Bennett, who's got four daughters, five daughters, five daughters. It's his job to marry them off to make sure they're not just spinsters in their house. So this is a big deal if Jane, the eldest, who hasn't been married, who needs to get married like today, gets invited over to this uh, is Billingsley, right? Yeah, or Bingley. Bingley, Bingley. Bingley. So gets invited over to Bingley's house. There's no in vitro fertilization no. this time. So no. she needs to get married now. Well, like, dude, if they were like, she turns 32, it's like, she's too old. And like, they just pass her. Like, and she's like, she's literally not going to get married for us. That's how I am on Tinder. Just too old. Give me the 21-year-olds. Those ladies listening, yeah, Matt is single and ready yeah. to mingle. Yeah, I don't know about that. Anyway, <laughs> so so she goes, she gets sick, she gets caught in a rainstorm, and then she like she throws up, and she's having diarrhea, and she's throwing up, and like she gets sick. Yeah, and you catch the cold in seventeen ninety seven, like so, you could die. So she stays at his house, and then her sister and her mom comes out, and you know, like it, literally, they cheered when they heard up that their daughter was sick and couldn't come home because she spent um, more time with spring. Yes, Alex is gonna be very technical. Sorry, yeah, I'm gonna be I super think, boring I, I, this episode. No, you're gonna be super invigorating. <laughs> um, the Bennets come over and they demand a party. Hey, you need to throw a ball since you're living in town for a month. We need to have a party here at your house so we can marry off some of our women, our, our daughters. I'll um, try that tactic with you. Hey, man, this weekend I want to throw a party at your place. Exactly. And I'm not gonna do any cleaning. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how my life is now. Um, and uh, so. They go there, they have another dance sequence, uh, and then... And that's where Elizabeth, the second eldest, meets Mr. Darcy. She met him in the first one. I, it doesn't matter. Briefly, where he Briefly. insulted her. Yes. Where he insults her, which naturally... Yeah. Typical guy move. Like, again, it's kind of your typical story where you go, uh, hey, what? Well, he had Why a lot all, of, all these hot chicks like all the, uh, the, the bad boys? Well, he had a lot of pride and prejudice going on through him. Which... Yeah, which we'll dive there's into. There's always an argument. But who's, there's also pride and who's prejudice. So they have this ball, but there's also this other guy that um, was, he literally was the heir to, you know, Ace Hardware back in the day. Uh, and so he was going to come into some money. Um, he was very interested in Elizabeth. And uh, he literally looks like. Um, he's a mole. He's a mole, like a shrew. He's a shrew, man. Yeah. And uh, he has a. A Georgian mullet. A medieval mullet rolled off my tongue a lot better. He's also on Pirates of the Caribbean, just as Kieran Knightley is, who plays Elizabeth. So they know each other, um, which is good. From their sea battles. Um, I mean, he says stuff like, I plan to stay with you all night when they walk into the party, where he says things like, I plan to read to you for an hour after dinner. And everyone's kind of like, this guy fucking sucks. He is the Georgian era equivalent of the friend-zoned complete nerd who has never seen or experience sex <laughs> in yeah. his life well friend zone is a compliment because i don't think they look at him as a friend that yeah was a nuisance but one of the daughters marries him in the end yes okay for so, for social status for yeah because she's gonna kind of the, she's gonna take over ace hardware it's a world in which they live in yep. yeah yeah he's gonna keep reminding us that's, that's uh so anyway All day. um lot of stuff happens in this movie um darcy doesn't like elizabeth's family uh so he tells bingley not to marry jane Mm-hmm. Because they're below him, um, and they'd basically be in, it'd be 
Not insulting. Not insulting. Yeah, but yeah, it'd be not good for their social standing. Uh, and so um, they're embarrassing. They were described as embarrassing. So there's also another guy named Wickham who's a colonial soldier, and I always laughed when I see redcoats marching because I'm like, they're marching off to a loss right now. Yeah. USA, USA. Um, undefeated. 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 Back to back World War II champs. That's right. Um, and uh, he was. Darcy's proxy stepbrother, but he didn't get any of the money, or he did get the money. He didn't. He didn't. No. So he's all pissed at Darcy and starts spreading these rumors. It's because he's a he's a bad dude. He's a, yeah, he's no good. Yep. Um, and he's extremely good looking, and he uses that to his advantage to take advantage of women. Yes. And then put their families in situations where they have to pay him, which we will will you will find out later in the movie. It's this a, exactly happens yeah, to someone. And, and it's a luxury that I don't have in life. I can't I play wish. off my looks. So can you imagine where I'd be now? Um, anyway, he spreads rumors <laughs> about Darcy, saying Darcy cut him out, uh, that Darcy interrupted Bingley's marriage or pursuit of Jane. So all of a sudden, Elizabeth gets super pissed off at Darcy, curses his name, yada, 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 until she goes and checks out his Sistine Palace of a home with a very own marble statue room it's like she watches an episode of mtv cribs basically and all of a sudden decides again same concept all of a sudden falls in love because he's got money he's got a lot of money and there's this weird scene that you're said is your favorite scene in cinema where um, (laughs) you tell you you set the stage for this so mr darcy's got a daughter not daughter a sister Mm -hmm. a little younger sister who's gorgeous and everything else but what happens in the story is, is, is Elizabeth here starts finding out that Mr. Darcy is actually a really good dude, that she's actually been prejudiced against him because of the rumors she's heard. Could you imagine? Well, and unbeknownst to us, she, I mean, outside of the fact that it's Kira Knightley, that Mr. Darcy is just, like, he's, he loves her. He falls in love with her. She's beautiful. Well, he, oh, I, I guess we, before they went to his house, he asked her to marry him. Yes. It was super awkward, like, random, Out too. of nowhere. Yeah, he'd insulted her. He'd been a dick to her, like, and all of a sudden he's like, I loved you. I've been watching you ever since, like, the beginning of, I, I first met and you. she kind of hands him his shit back. Oh, she, he gives she it to him good. Him, she's which, very independent, which, is, again, doesn't happen in this day and age. Which Alex is going to remind us <laughs> that back in these days, women didn't have a voice or the ability to speak up to a man <laughs> exactly. in that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, so. She, so Jane Austen hammers that one back home again there, and, and so she, she rips him a new butthole and then at that point so so they just separate and so nothing's going on there's no marriage there's no you know he rescinds his his uh, proposal and time goes by she visits his estate while he's away or so she thinks so she thinks yeah so she she's touring his uh, his 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 office his mansion Mm -hmm. comes across and you know again gets her 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 uh her uh, juice is flowing when she passes by his his room that's dedicated solely to marble statues yes and busts and yes. so at that point she realizes, oh my god, I love him. And uh, what happens is she's she's basically she steps away from the tour that's being offered by one of his servants, I guess. Yeah, it is seventeen hundreds. It's what so, my leasing office does when I'm out of town in my apartment. They just kind of walk people through to look at my clothes on the floor. So and, same thing. Yeah, exactly. So she starts snooping around, then stumbles in to see a young woman performing and uh, playing on the piano. Mm. And then as she's looking in, she sees, oh my gosh, Mr. Darcy's there. And she, this is after the fact that she's learned that he's actually a good dude. She's been There's been a little character development that we haven't really tapped on, but she's learning that he's really an awesome dude. He's only been doing what's best for her, his family and for her family, actually, too. So she's kind of falling back in love with him. Again, the house definitely tipped it up to 100. But um, <laughs> So now she's she's watching him be a good older brother, too. So just more more 
she just can't get enough of that. But, but they keep doing this weird camera angle where you're just seeing her eye through the crack of a door. And she looks creepy as fuck. Like, this could be this could be the prejudice, Pride and Prejudice, or this could be the grudge. You have you, no idea. You could build a complete horror film out of this, out of the, just these like cutscenes here. There's a lot of scenes where people are listening through doors and looking through cracks and doing all. So I mean, there's, there's a, a lot of, of British spy shit going on yeah, in this movie. There's a through line. So anyway, <laughs> I. Didn't mean to interject. No, so so she so she's snooping and she's got yeah, she's got a single eye just peering through this tiny slit in the door over at them and then all of a sudden she makes it so the door creaks or she steps on a on a, uh, a loose panel which she's got to get that fixed if that's the case. Yeah. And um be better. He out of nowhere they both stop and they they look, and they glance right over to her. And sure enough, they just show this shot of the two doors and this little slit of sunlight cutting through and then it's her face and her eye and it is the creepiest scene on the planet. And I just it, it, and again, forever is my like I remember I first watched it and I looked over my sister was watching with me and I was like, "Creeper." <laughs> but so he sees her, she goes and like in, in, in like uh, I don't know. He confronts her about, "Hey, I know you're snooping in my house. What are you doing here? Do you think about my proposal?" And she plays off like, "Yeah, I kind of like you, and you have a really nice house, but I'm still not interested because remember what you did." Pride. Ah, yeah. I thought it was more prejudice, but this is pride for sure. She lets pride get in the way here. Yeah, this is true love, folks. She doesn't want to admit that she was wrong and being prejudiced against Uh, him. That's why it's pride. So anyway, she goes and leaves there, and then, so this movie is. 99% 99% transition. So there's a lot yep. really long uncut sequences that before you get to the meat of what you want to hear and and talk about. But so, you know, after zeroing in on a pair of pig nuts for 7 minutes, um <laughs> and the swing scene. And, and oh, there's a there's a scene where uh to show the passage of time, they have Elizabeth on this rope swing and she's spinning around. That woman must have been on there for months because literally four seasons <laughs> passed to show the time and she's still spinning on the same spin. Dizzy. I, mean, I, I, I was getting dizzy myself. Um, I thought it was good camera work, but at the same time, you know, Kira Knightley's probably throwing up somewhere. If, if we're right to now. assume she's actually, yeah, sitting on that chair, not just the camera. <laughs> yeah. she's... So, out of nowhere, next summer, I think, I guess Bingley rents his house again and then he and Darcy show up um, Wait, no, we're jumping. Oh, and her sister Lydia runs off with Wickham. The well, bad that's guy. yeah. That that happens before again. She visits the estate. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You, you learn some stuff. Some 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 drama happens in between. Which it's, yeah, whatever. But she she got married, and then Darcy and Bingley show up, and they listen through the door. And, <laughs> more spy shit or more spy stuff, and then they turn around. They don't actually enter. Brits are terrible spies, by the they, way. I'm they, learning in this movie. Yeah, they they <laughs> went, and then they turn around and left. I I couldn't even tell you, and then. Uh, what else, what happens next? I mean, literally, she starts to recognize that Darcy's was doing good things on the side. Yes, yes. Things that she didn't know about that were behind the scenes to make sure that her family was still staying in good standing. So, like, and again, we kind of established that a little bit where she's all of a sudden, she's back in love with this guy. She's been too, she's been too prideful again. She missed her opportunity when she's at the estate, when she met him. So, again, more time passes by. Both of the guys come back to town. But really, the reason is because Mr. Bingley comes by to finally propose to Jane. Because he's been, because after the, so a lot of the original tension was started because, like you said, um, Mr. Uh, Darcy had said to Bingley that it'd be kind of embarrassing to marry somebody like Jane. Well, he's now rescinded on that, changed that, and told him to go propose to Jane. He come, that's why they come back. So that he and that is when my Jane. heart fluttered at a thousand reps per minute. <laughs> that's I where can't. you just gave oh, love a whole new show. Oh my gosh, I'm like, this Darcy guy, 
doesn't talk. He Such pops. A good guy. He pops up at, and leaves rooms like Batman. <laughs> literally, they turn around and he's gone, or they're walking down the, the street and he pops up next to him. Like literally, this guy is Batman and Edward Cullen mixed into one. Um, is it a Christopher Nolan film? It might be. Yeah, <laughs> it's Inception co-produced. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Bingley asks for uh, Jane's hand, and then. Um, in that same spirit, because we're all just doing it at this point. Because Mr. Darcy, she's, she's months away from being unaccepted un, 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 un in the world, and that was how it yep. was back in that day. Spinster, about to be a spinster. Yeah. So um, she's gonna spin her way out of that one. All of a sudden, once Bingley goes away, and then Elizabeth finds out that Darcy was the reason, she tells her dad that she loves Darcy, and he's like, "I thought you hated Darcy," and then she's like, "No, but I love him." And he's like, "Okay, then follow your heart." Good dude, I like her dad. Kind of a bumbly idiot, but. Good dude. And then Mr. Darcy came and had a conversation with her dad. Um, gets permission. Gets Asks permission. for the hand. So what you need to know, too, is that uh, Darcy's basically in line to marry uh, somebody already in uh, this rich estate holder. Her name is Catherine DeBurt. Lady Catherine DeBurt. His aunt. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's They said in, when they went up there with Mr. Collins, Mr. Collins loosely knows her. He's she's his aunt, and is he, she? She was, he was she was teeing him up to marry his cousin. Uh, I'm, uh, you read the book. I'm a, I know I should know this. I thought that was so. Fun. It's been I long enough. It was weird that he was marrying his cousin. I thought she. I thought she. I mean, was, this is in Alabama. I thought this she was related to Bingley though. Not not no. Not, not the Darcy I think it's Dar- I, I, This isn't. This isn't <sighs> yeah. based in Alabama or, or Georgia for that matter. It's, <laughs> it's England. Hold okay. on. We're gonna we're gonna pause. For I'm, a second, I'm looking this up. And now. we're gonna pull up a family tree and we'll see where we're at. So All we'll right. be right back. All right. So here we go. No, I got I got it up. I got it up. Character okay. genealogy. All right. There's Bennett. There's Elizabeth. There's Darcy. Yeah. Who's old in- old Mr. Darcy? It says on Wikipedia. So Lady Anne Darcy. And then Lady Catherine de Bourgh, there she is. Okay. Right. And then Anne de Bourgh, who she wanted to marry. Yeah. Holy well, shit, they're sister. cousins. Yeah, they were having him marry his cousin. And it's not even like thrice removed. It's like once removed. Honestly, it's literally her cousin. His cousin. On that note, too, did you know that Darcy's name was Fitzwilliam? No, but that's fucking dope. <laughs> that's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, he's, I thought that was so weird that they were having him marry his cousin. She got all pissed at Elizabeth and threatened her. But wow. Just goes to show you that they were, it's a very messed up time. A cousin wedding? Yeah. This is an Alabama. Holy yeah. smack. Well, and then the movie ends with this bizarre scene. And let me paint a picture. <laughs> Lead of us to it. Lead us to it, Matt. Uh, I had issues with this one. Because literally, she decides to wake up super early in the morning and just wander out into the middle of a gully. Naturally. Naturally. Which, which people do. And there's fog everywhere. There's like a crack of sunlight coming over the Super hills. Super romantic. Yeah. that's why they do it. It's like a, it's like a, like a, it's like a three foot fog. It's morning so fog. So you can see above, you know, chest up. And England's walks, a swamp, isn't it? Like, what's that? England's a swamp. So yeah. Like, oh, how dare you? They're our allies. Um, drain the swamp. Um, so <laughs> probably have to edit that out. Yeah. And post. Edit. Um, post it. Yeah. Um, so she's standing out there in the middle of this morning dew with a fog and then literally in the same gully out of nowhere Darcy's walking towards her with like his hair blowing in the wind like beelining it he's not beelining it but he's walking and his hair's flowing he has like a, a, a jacket that's halfway it's up his shirt <laughs> off his shoulders I'm showing Alex but I can't explain <laughs> it to you um, he's touching his nips right yeah, now <laughs> yeah so he comes out of nowhere and then they run into each other in the middle of this ga- alley and they tell 
she tells him that she was so wrong about him. He's like, I, I know you were. And then she's like, if your offer's still on the table, and, uh, you know, she's like, it is. And then you think they were going to kiss at that moment, but they didn't. Nope. Then they smash cut to back to his house when they're, they're sitting on a, by a fireplace overlooking his sprawling manor. And he said, what shall I call you? She, he's like, shall I call you Mrs. Darcy? Apparently they got married. And she said, no. Don't call me Mrs. Darcy because that was what you're going to call me when you're mad. Or you know this better than I do. What does she say? You know this by heart. Yeah. He no, no. She, she says, you'll call, yeah, you'll call me this when you're upset with me. Or when I'm upset with you. Okay. And the, but she she wanna, say mad, what, she, what does she want to go by? Doesn't she say, like, just call me yours? You, you, I'm sorry. I'm blanking out. I don't know. What does she say? You have to watch. <laughs> Edit and post. I'll have to watch that yeah. scene again. You'll have to watch and figure this out for yourself. Uh, and then there is the one and Call only me out on kiss. The scene. How dare you? I, <laughs> I needed you. I, I, I needed a life raft. You leaned. You, just, you leaned. I wasn't there. You for totally you. rosed me. I was. I was Jack trying to get on a damn door. Hey, you're um, only give me seven percent here. Yeah. So here we are. You have to watch the movie to figure out what she says to call her, and I bet you can't wait. So. Now it comes to the time of the show where we give a rating. Uh, we each have two stones to give. Uh, Every four man's stones, given two. Every man's given two. Four stones means that this is a good movie that which you'll enjoy going with your woman um, or your partner. And zero stones means that this is a terrible movie and you're going to have to be castrated to go. Um, so, I will go first because I know what this means to you. <laughs> or do you want me to surprise you here? I want actually, you know what? I I want you to go first because yeah, I, I think, think I know what you're gonna say, and I want. I don't think you know what I'm gonna say. Okay, I have no idea what you're gonna say. Okay, go ahead. My, I have to take my own background into account. In fact, that we're actually here to help our fellow listeners out here on this one. Oh, I'm taking that route. <sighs> yeah, like, it's like a personal favorite of yours. The ex English lit, <laughs> like women's lit. Like I was all about it. Like <sighs> I love the film. I love the movie. Yeah. The again, the film's only a shade of what the the, the book is. But, um, you know, I, I will say that... See, I'm going on a limb that most of our listeners don't know how to read, so... And whether they can read or not, I'm going to say this. Okay. If you're a straight male going out on a date night with your, with your girl, she wants to pick out a movie, and she's got Pride and Prejudice in the lineup, pick the other two. It's a bit rough. I like it for its literary work, and it's more relatable. But I have to take that with a grain of salt and be like, would I recommend this to one of my buds? Would I recommend this to you? I'll give it one stone. I'm not going to give it zero. It's good. I'm only going to give it one stone, though. One stone. One stone. I thought for sure you were going to give it two I, stones, because this is, like, literally your favorite movie. If I was hanging around a bunch of guys who were like me, absolutely, we'd all be saying two stones, but... Okay. We'd also be tossing See, one out the, this, out the This is the why the show is not biased, because he's thinking about you, the people. That's um, why we're doing this, right? To help them. I'm the Sherpa. I... Yes, the Sherpa. <laughs> going uh, to Mount... Bitchmore. Mount- <laughs> Bitchmore. Yeah, we got it. Um, Whatever. So... Here's where I stand. It's very well shot. Um, yes. It is very... Filmography is great. It is very in touch with the era that it's supposed to represent. I thought that the characters were uninspiring. Myself. Um, I thought that the whole movie... Uh, I feel like I'm offending you on a personal <laughs> basis here. Uh <laughs> It's fire it's, away. It's okay to watch. It is not 
the best chick flick to watch. I think that if you're going to watch this one, you're going to need to drink a cocktail as opposed to a beer. Because I think that this one is a long. It's long. Take your tequila. Take your tequila with you. So I'm going to give this one stone because I think for it to get one stone overall would be a disservice to this movie because it is tolerable. Yep. It it is uh it's well shot, it's well acted, uh but it is not a movie that I would choose, and it would be something that. Uh, my arm would have to be twisted again to watch. There are elements to appreciate, but it's a rough watch. It's a rough go through. Yeah, yeah. So that's I, I, so cumulatively that gives this movie a two stone rating. Two stones. Uh, it's fine. You're gonna you're gonna struggle, <laughs> but uh, a shot will help you along the way. But yeah, a shot will help you. And this is one of those movies that if you watch it with uh, your partner, wife, girlfriend, whatever it may be. You're going to score brownie points. Yep. This is going to allow you to see uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is going to allow you to see um, you know, the Expendables. It, it, it affords you the opportunity to look cultured in front of your girl. Cultured, but it also and gives buy you a hall pass. Buys you some shows. So with that in mind, uh, Two Stones is our rating. So uh, go watch it. Tell us what you think. Tell us what, what we missed and give us your stone rating. Um, we're interested in hearing that and, uh, be sure to follow us. Yep. We want to hear your feedback. Make sure to reach out to us at uh, our Twitter handle, our Twitter handle, which is at R O stones guys with an S, uh, on Twitter at R O S T O N E S G U Y S. And, uh, let us know what your rate, your stone rating is, uh, what areas we missed, what areas that we nailed on, uh, Dale. And, uh, what, what else you'd like to watch? Yeah. So we, Send uh, us some homework. So this is homework. We're here for you. We're going to get you through this. And uh, just know that um, you always have the, the ro- romancing our stones, guys, on your side. Have a good day. Have a good uh, day. Week. Month. Year. Listen to us again. I don't know. Do it sooner, sooner rather than later. Do it. We're signing off. See ya. See ya. Not bad. That, one, that story is a bit tougher to get through. <laughs>